Hi, this is Jeffrey Aaron. We had a very, very interesting week in Munich last week at the Air Cargo Europe Transport Logistic event. To a lot of people in the air cargo business, the change in fortune this year in terms of importing and exporting is a marked change from last year. Business was all go, 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 and right now people are wondering where business is gone. We'll address that subject right after the news. Stay tuned. Top of the news is an announcement from Virgin Cargo and Accenture that's a plus-plus for everyone. Quote, our entire business model is based on giving customers more choice and flexibility. Whether this means more routes and frequencies, new products and services, or the ability to interact with us in the way they want to do business, said Dominic Kennedy, Virgin Atlantic Managing Director Cargo, as VS unveiled a smashing new advancement as first to adopt Accenture's cloud-enabled end-to-end AFLS 8.0 cargo management platform that Virgin will spearhead its digital future with when it goes live early next year in 2020. Virgin Atlantic Cargo's digital transformation, Dominic said, once the system is fully operational based on the release of subsequent phases, will be able to interface directly through APIs and connect with the airline's new web platform for pricing, bookings, allocations, and operations, while live chat and chatbots will offer 24-7 interaction based on each customer's communications preferences. We want our customers, Dominic said, to experience great service. In 2019, we're making positive progress in many areas, but to modernize and future-proof our business, we need a far-reaching digitalization program that allows customers to interact with us in new and innovative ways by offering them the opportunity to do everything they do with us today by phone and email via a digital platform. So. This commitment to the future is the natural next step. I'm really looking forward to having real-time intelligence to make the most informed business decisions, Mr. Kennedy said. The AFLS 8.0 platform will accelerate our digital transformation and give customers even more reasons to choose to work with Virgin Atlantic Cargo, Dominic Kennedy declared. Great seeing Dom and also that great virgin blood red booth that was the centerpiece of the uh, conference in uh, Air Cargo Europe that just passed. But if you want some more information, go to www.virginatlanticcargo.com and you can read all about it. This is Jeffrey Aaron.
great people you run into at a big trade show saw Akam Martinka. Akam at Air Cargo Europe, a Lufthansa cargo executive that's been here in America for some years, but returned to Germany to fill another role. But guess what? Akam steps out again and he's back, back on the front line of Air Cargo. And that's good for him and for Air Cargo as well. He's a personal fave, an all around good guy, Akam, named new vice president, Regent Germany for Lufthansa Cargo. And that was just on Friday, June 7th. He said, I'm very pleased to look forward to this great challenge and even more coming back to the business environment I love so much, Akam told Flying Talkers. Akam Marteka began his career at Lufthansa Cargo in 2000 as Senior Management Global Accounts. Later, he moved to Atlanta in 2010 as Vice President of the Americas before being appointed Vice President of Europe and Africa in 2016. Well, since 2017, Occam has been responsible for the One Cargo Project. That's the mission to strengthen the cooperation between Swiss World and Lufthansa Cargo. Occam said, I very much believe in the combined strengths of Swiss World Cargo and Lufthansa Cargo, and I'm very glad that we have taken a clear strategic decision on how to achieve our combined goals. I'll further push that collaboration from the other side of the desk now, he said together with my successor, who we will be announced soon. But right now, I'm simply excited to take care of our home market, together with a great team of professionals, Akam Martika said. Well, add to that team, at the top of that team, Akam Martinka, the way it ought to be. Break a leg, Akam. Sometimes the best thing you hear at a conference isn't sitting in an overly long session while some speaker drones on and on and on. It could be something that you hear face-to-face -face in a brief encounter. There may be no crying in baseball, as the movie A League of Their Own suggests, but listening to United Airlines Cargo President Jan Krems, we learn the same rule applies in air cargo. This is what he said. Sure, business is tough right now, but as the wise saying from ancient times puts it, you can't always choose your circumstances, but you can always choose how you respond to them. Our team's choice is to take every opportunity to refine our product offering and to keep in continuous contact with our customers, partners, our business partners, to learn how we can help them through the tough times. So Air Cargo Europe gave us an excellent chance to strengthen those contacts, he said, and we were booked solid with meetings and events throughout the entire week. After that conference, this week, our team is comparing notes on what we heard and what we learned. We're going to use that to carry on with our main purpose, delivering the best value for money cargo product in the world. United, as you may know, is already the number one combination cargo carrier in the USA, Jan Krem said, and we don't plan to let tough times change that, he concluded. Words to the wise, smart, smart thinking and forward thinking. Thanks for that, Jan. 
Who had the supplest sanctuary at Air Cargo Europe? And is that the name of the game when you go to a trade show to find a place you can relax? Yeah, I'd say based on the noise levels that go on there, uh, or maybe I'm just getting old, I don't know. It seems to me that having the opportunity to go one-on-one and to be able to hear yourself think is important. And the neatest place we found at Air Cargo Europe for style and also just for ambiance was at Cutter Airways. It was a big, beautiful place that was designed in muted earth tones, offering a lot of quiet places and private seating on the ground floor of the operation, but also an imaginative series of comfortable meeting rooms up a short flight of stairs that allowed for simultaneous encounters with people that you might want to talk to and be able to hear yourself think, as I say, from, and they were there from every continent in the world. Appointment books were filled to the brim, but what I really loved at the opening of the exhibition, Guillaume Hallyu, Cutter Airways chief cargo officer, greeted the conference, extending the hospitality of Cutter, whilst a lovely foursome of formerly dressed, formerly dressed musicians, lady musicians, set the musical tone of the day. Guillaume said, we're happy and we're thrilled to once again be part of Air Cargo Europe here in Munich to celebrate our industry, greet our business partners, and of course, meet everyone as 2019 continues. So as business commenced, the string quartet played on. Meanwhile, should be mentioned, word up that Qatar Airways has achieved an important first in the airline business as the group chief executive of the company, Mr. Akbar Al-Baker and IATA general and chief executive officer, Alexander Dejuniak were pictured with uh, Dejuniak handing the illegal wildlife trade assessment honorarium to Mr. Al-Bakr. IATA's developed the uh, IWT assessment as part of its environmental management and evaluation system for airlines. So I would suspect you're going to see this award be given to many airlines, but Qatar was first. Mr. Al-Bakr said, we remain dedicated to this cause and will continue to work with our stakeholders to raise awareness and improve detection of illegal activity. Very cool, we thought, but we still can't get over that female string quartet in formal gowns at nine o'clock in the morning. Check it out, www.aircargonews.com on our website. We have pictures from that conference. This is Jeffrey Aaron. So we close out our news portion to tell you the Berlin airlift that started air cargo is in Germany again today, as it will be, I think through the 12th, appearing at various air bases are all these wonderful old airplanes from World War II. And our friend Volker Dunkaki, that we know as one of the 
great people from the days of Lufthansa Charter and the absolutely outstanding people who populated that company like Christian Fink and Haida Enfield and Andrew Morsch and some others. Well, I'm not so sure about Andrew, but certainly, I'm just kidding. There were some great people there. We miss them all dearly. Anyway, once above Germany, Volker and I flew in a restored S-38 flying boat from the 1930s. The aircraft dressed up in zebra stripes the way wildlife explorer Frank Buck's Bring Him Back Alive S-38 flying boat flew the skies during, during the uh, 1930s. So we needed to show our faces and some love. Yesterday, Whit Monday, the end of Pentecost, June 10th, as everybody in in, in Bavaria, at least, were in their dirndls and fancy dress clothes. Even the dogs had a bow on them, having dinner out as we left on Saturday morning. From, we had noticed from Friday night. Well, the Berlin airlift was in town at Erbenheim, which is uh, Wiesbaden. And we saw some aircraft that returned from antiquity to spend a few days to celebrate 70 years since air cargo saved a city. Volker, now with ATC Aviation, did us a favor, took our five euro tickets and went out to the aircraft at Wiesbaden U.S. Army Air Base. What a scene. What a scene, Volker reports. After finding parking in the middle of nowhere and a walk of five kilometers, we spent the afternoon in Erbenheim Air Base amongst approximately 40,000 people from all nations. We mostly enjoyed old men in shaky planes dropping chocolate for the kids again. Unfortunately, those who were not flying were more into the beer than photo chat, but it was all good fun as we all remembered how the Berlin airlift saved our city, our capital city now, in 1948-49. I guess it was over May 24th, 1949. That would be just about 70 years ago. These men who dropped bombs on Germany in 1945 came back in 1948, less than three years later, and delivered coal and milk and eggs and life, whilst dropping candy for the kids as they flew in and out of Tempelhof and Tegel Airport in Berlin. Volkler also noted the birth of air cargo and our industry of today began with the Berlin airlift, with the worldwide attention and realization of what air cargo could do. While the people of Germany will never forget the kindness of the Reusnen bombers, Volker Donkeke said. Thanks, Volker. Thanks for that report. This is Jeffrey Arendt. Flying Talkers podcast is made possible by ATC, One World, One Global Air Cargo General Service and Sales Agent, GSSA. ATC is your key to the air cargo market, both local and internationally. ATC is the best air cargo team in the business. This is Jeffrey Aaron. Right away, you get a lot of views about what's happening in the air cargo business. It's like the old chicken little story, the sky is falling among some people you talk to. You know, the mood in Munich's maze of exhibition halls last week was decidedly, perhaps even surprisingly upbeat. But that's the way it is at uh, trade shows, I guess. 
the deluge of negative data and forecasts, however, continue to rain down and uh, yeah, people are not feeling so good about what's going on. So for what it's worth, Chicken Little, Henny Penny, Cocky Locky, Ducky Daddles, Goosey Pussy, Gander Pander, Turkey Lurkey, and Foxy Loxy are all on the record here next. Yes, our view may be a children's fairy tale, but isn't it so that sometimes the gloom and doom forecast turns like the unexpected last booming cargo that no one, including the crystal ball gazers at Iota Cargo, saw coming? Everybody was smiling at Munich, and the band just played on as far as we could tell, but here's the reality check. Spank the World Bank. The World Bank, for example, downgraded its 2019 trade volume forecast by a full percentage point predicting growth of just 2.6%. If correct, this year, 2019, would see the slowest rate of trade expansion since the financial crisis a decade ago. The World Bank also downgraded its forecast for global economic growth by 0.3 percentage points to 2.6% with the U.S.-China tariff war named and shamed as the key architect and forward risk to growth. Meantime, IATA bearish, maybe not unbearishable? IATA forecasts tend toward the bearish and conservative. That's the reality. But the latest annual outlook was downright glum. It announced a downgrade of its 2019 outlook for the global air transport industry to a $28 billion profit from a $35.5 billion forecast in December 2018, with margins being squeezed by rising costs right across the board, end quote, including labor, fuel, and infrastructure, according to Alexander Dejuniak, IATA's Director General and CEO, who also said, for air cargo after an exceptional performance in 2017 of 9.7%, growth, IATA said cargo demand growth slowed to 3.4% in 2018, and it forecast flat growth this year with cargo volumes of 600, check, 63.1 million tons, marginally down from the 63.3 million tons recorded in 2018. Because of the impact of higher tariffs on trade, IATA said, adding, Cargo yields were expected to be flat in 2019 after a 12.3% improvement in 2018 as cargo load factors fall further and supply demand conditions weaken. According to DeJuniak, stiff competition among airlines is preventing yields from rising, while the weakening of global trade is likely to continue as the U.S.-China war intensifies. This primarily impacts the cargo business, but passenger traffic could also be impacted as tensions rise. Airlines will still turn a profit this year, but there's no easy money to be made. And who in air freight doesn't hate the lack of easy money? That's what we say. But we also say, stay tuned. Something could happen. We had a story about uh, sulfur fuel rates and other things happening in the business. Uh, very often things can turn on very insignificant or things that seem very insignificant right now. So let's just let's just talk to Andrew Herdman now. Follow the Herdman because he's the director of AAPA, he's director general, who glumly noted that since the last quarter of 2018, air cargo volumes had recorded declines as, quote, unresolved disputes and the imposition of trade tariffs led to a marked slowdown in international trade flows. Okay, maybe the sun will be up tomorrow. 
Kathy Morrow-Robertson, founder and head analyst at Logistics Trends and Insights, and a frequent commenter here said, IATA downgrades will mean lower volumes for global freight stakeholders. This in turn is resulting in stakeholders culling less profitable accounts in favor of more profitable ones, she told Flying Talkers. In addition to investments in operations, continue to order and improve efficiencies as well as visibility into shipments. Well, just in time, or I should say just in time for the end of German Air Cargo Week, World ACD said anything but something uplifting as the analyst firm noted that April 2019 was the first month in which all regions without exceptions were confronted with the growing impact of adverse market movements that started last September. For both incoming and outgoing air cargo, each region returned year-on-year volume figures worse than the first quarter of the year, underscoring the clear slowdown in global business, Peter Stallion said. The withdrawal of more capacity could be one option for carriers. Quote, airlines will continue to park freighters to equalize with demand. However, belly capacity will continue to fly with associated operating costs, said Peter Stallion an air cargo derivatives broker at Freight Investor Services. This makes the supply-demand element far less flexible than in sea freight given the dual-use requirement for aircraft. As such, parking freighters won't have a considerable impact on supporting rates. Rather, it aligns carrier costs with demand. Back to Andrew Hertman, looking ahead, he thinks trade tensions and further erosion of business confidence could undermine the growth prospect of Asian carriers going forward. Quote, the region's airlines are proactively exploring new opportunities for growth, whilst carefully managing capacity expansion and implementing measures to contain costs in a bid to navigate successfully through the ongoing challenges, he said. Well, Cargo has a friend in Freed, Brandon Freed. Flying typers, flying talkers, is adept at finding rays of light in the murk, and thankfully, Brandon Freed, executive director of the U.S.-based Air Forwarders Association, stepped up to the plate. This is what he said. Look, change is the one constant for which forwarders are always prepared, and the current uncertain global situation continues to bring lots of challenge. However, while the headwinds may appear strong, so are the opportunities. For, ex- for example, trucking waiting times along the southwest border have actually resulted in an uptick in air cargo for customers unwilling to endure long clearance lines at the checkpoints. So I guess what that means is look out your window to find something else going on. Mr. Freed also said, quote, As for the China-U.S. tariff situation, forwarder customers continue to rely on our members for the best alternatives in navigating the challenge by providing the most prudent transportation operations and options possible. That said, we're prepared for a less robust upcoming few months compared to the good fortunes experienced in 2018. That's what Brandon Freed said. That report was given to us, by the way, by the great Sky King, and we thank him for that. And for your time, this time until next time, this is Jeffrey Aaron saying, thanks for listening, and keep them flying. Air Cargo. Goodbye.
Good Lou. 